This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And this is the week, Dana. This is the actual week that we're going to answer your questions. Dana. <laughs> Dana. She listens. Her name is Dana, and these are her questions. These are her questions. Last time I was like, we're going to answer Dana's questions. Just kidding. These aren't oh, Dana's no. questions. Never mind. Um, ha ha. <laughs> so uh, Dana left, left two great questions. I think we'll just start with the first and see see how long it takes us to answer it. Uh, and maybe Dana gets two podcasts. I don't know. We'll just have well, to that see. Might be true. We'll just have to see how this shakes out. So, um, this is a this is a topic that I know we've mentioned before, and I love that she brings it up again. So Dana says, "I'd love an episode talking through assembly process. I've noticed that experienced sewists sometimes do things in a different order than the pattern calls for." Just because the instructions might work when written out most clearly one way, but after practice, one knows how to take a few shortcuts for efficiency, like interface all the pieces, assemble in this order, press like this, etc. Love this. I know, but I could go on for like 100 days about this, maybe. Maybe Dana gets four podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, my favorite example of this, I'll just pop it in here, is when you're sewing jeans, like... They'll often have you assemble the front first and Uh then the back. Uh But the back legs are easier to put together in the front because there's no fly. That's right. And then I like to, like, decorate my pockets maybe first, even though that's later on in the instructions, you know. Um, So that is just a really good example of where it doesn't hurt to mess with the assembly process. Especially that. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. And that's right. why, okay, before you mess with the assembly process, you better know that it's well, not going to hurt anything, okay, right? So this is where <laughs> this is where my old adage goes mm-hmm. is you must know how to do it properly. Know the rules before you break them, right? Right. Know the rules before you break them. Because you have to know what, you know, they don't say, well, the reason we're doing it in this order. They don't say that. Yeah, and, like, they have to write the instructions right. somehow. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think another thing that she said in her question is she said, you know, more experienced sewers do this. Or, you know, here's the thing. The person that's writing the pattern isn't always the most experienced sewer. Well, that's true. I, I mean, yeah. It doesn't mean that they've sewn a million things or they have had to come up with a process that was quicker or more efficient. Maybe they had all the time in the world to put this together or whatever. Well, or then you get into someone else that asked about assembly line sewing. That'll be like a different episode. But the other thing is, okay, they're sort of writing the instructions for you to make this one garment. Right. That's true, too. So maybe you are like Fred. Little Fred shout out here. No, she's catching up on the podcast right now. Uh, that she made like seven pairs of jeans. Right. You know, if I were if I was making seven pairs of jeans, 
Maybe I wouldn't want to do seven flies. Maybe I'd want to do seven backs of the pants first. Right. You know, um, possibly. So well, there's exa- different exactly. reasons for mixing it up. There's different reasons. Yes, there is. Also, sometimes, I I don't know if this actually helps people. It, it probably depends on how your brain works. But I, I think that most instructional designers think that you should sort of work with the same pieces and get it all through. Well, And And that's not wrong. Well, and I think, okay, sometimes for some people, that might be the simpler way. It may be the way their brain or everybody learns differently Mm -hmm. and everybody executes differently or is more comfortable in a certain procedure. So we might say something that we do all the time that we love to do. You know, I like to finish all of... I want to finish all the seams that I need to finish. Right. Right. I, I cut it out, finish all the seams I'm going to finish. Right? Yeah. You know, I don't take one, you know, finish. My- well, that is, okay, that is a place where definitely just interjecting here. If if I can sew some seams and then finish seams, whereas, of course, in the instructions, they're going to be like, sew this seam and finish it. You know, they're, but and I'm then, finishing the seams. First, no, I know, generally. I right. know, but and you're finishing right. them all first before right. you sew them. Right. But uh, it's easier to write the instructions of sew the side seam and finish it versus sew the side seam, right? Sew the center back seam. Now wait a minute, go back to the side seam, go back <laughs> right. to the back seam. It is easier to write it that way, but we know when you're physically doing it, right? It can be easier to do and, that order. And the thing is, is you also need to maybe have the experience to know what needs to be finished Mm -hmm. okay there's some seams that maybe you don't want to finish because they need to be able to have um what what should i say the 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 stretch the by the give well and some seams. do you you know what i'm talking about some seams you want to be independent and some i i like to right i don't want you're saying you finish all your seams first well that's not true sometimes you finish them after you sew them right i finish all the seams i can first okay yeah yeah how's that that's better right because there may be a seam where i want i or uh, a seam where i want to seam it up and then finish them together that's a possibility right for instance I never finished my sleeve caps or my, you know, arm size, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I finished them together. Yeah. Right. Uh, on a pair of jeans, this was discussed in the group too, like, a, you know, the ankle to ankle, the inseam, right. right? That'll get sewn. And if you're doing like a fake flat fell seam like I always right. do, I sew it, I serge it, I flip that and top stitch it. Right. Whereas the side seam... I like to finish those and then sew it together because that's where you can alter. That's right. Uh, while you're sewing, right. now it's a little harder to alter when you're done because you got a waistband on there. Right. But um, that is that's an option. So yes, you do. It's probably a good idea. And I do this if I think most of the time. If I think that something can be done more efficiently, the first thing I do. Is read through all the instructions. Well, that's first. it too. Okay, it's your familiarity yeah. with the process. So if you are starting on a garment, I'm not saying a pattern. I'm saying just mm-hmm. a garment type that you have never ever approached before. You really need to look at their instructions and and figure out why they're doing that. I guess the other thing I might say is, don't do it all at once. Don't do every you know expedient trick or expedient mm. method on the first garment. You know the next garment you make. Maybe do one or two. Yeah. Or maybe think about you know how you you would do 
you know, part of it. You know, one of my expedient things, and this is very simple, is the little notch at the center of everything. Well, I do want to say we're we're sort of talking about pulling things from later in the instructions to earlier. Right. Don't you ever save something for later to be more expedient? Yes. Yeah. Some, right. Or for fitting purposes. Right. Like if there's some garment out there that's having me finish some hem early on mm-hmm. in the process. No, no. Very rarely. Right. I'm sure there's an exception. Right. But like I'm like, I save that for last because what if I want to make an adjustment? Right. You and know? the last thing I ever mark, say, on like a blouse with buttons down in the front. Is the button sure? Yeah, I don't use their button placket. Well, not I don't their... use their guide. Yeah, that's the, I try that on and I do it where I want to do it. Yeah, so it goes. Right. I guess it can the like shifting the timeline right. or shifting the order can sort of go both ways. So exactly. keep that in mind. So you know, this is kind of funny because I I I made the stuffed squash yesterday, right? Okay. Like, okay. Let's just. She made a stuffed. Squash, squash yesterday because I, was like, I what did the not. Hell did you just I did say? not sew this. I cooked it. <laughs> okay. I, I but I cooked it. Okay. So <laughs> I'm in a predicament right now where I cannot go to the grocery store like for myself. Okay. So I he's messed up. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> so broken. <laughs> I am broken right now. So I cannot like. Oh, you know, I'm working from ingredients that are in the pantry, sure. right? Okay, so I'm like, well, why don't I stuff the squash I have, right, for dinner? Because I could put maybe this or this. So here's how I am. Okay, I am about patterns the same way I am about recipes. I will look at recipes, and I will go, oh, well, it probably needs to be that temperature, and oh, it needs an egg in it to hold it together. and it, But I won't go by the recipe. Like, then I change it. I put what in it, like, what I want. Um so this recipe I was reading about stuffing the squash was making the stuffing and and then they said move it to a bowl. You know, move the it was Hell no. It was no. like move yeah, it was like move the vegetables. Sam, you, Sam, I know you said the same thing while you were listening. <laughs> yeah. But it was like Hell move no. the vegetables <laughs> to a bowl, hold them there while you like you know, mix this other stuff, and I'm like, what? Okay, here's, let's talk, okay, I'm just going to go off on this tangent. Right. People love them. If you don't love them, you just stop listening. She's taking my story and No, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, no, no, I'll, no, go ahead. I'll what? do my own cooking I want to hear what you said. No, blah, after blah, 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 blah. After Well, but what I'm saying is, I didn't need another bowl. I just put the whole pan to the side. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I put my sort of, I, my carb in it, you know, my, my, were you making rice or something? Well, or? what I used, I used. <laughs> What'd you go. use? I was supposed to Barley. use panko breadcrumbs oh, if okay. I would have used that recipe. So instead, I had some sesame crackers that I thought were going stale, which my granddaughter calls worn out. Okay. So I crushed them up. Right. And I used them. And I put the egg in. Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, I didn't mess up another bowl because I didn't need to. Okay. I... Are you ready? Are okay. ready for my Mallory's lovely tangent. Everyone, okay. pay attention. She's, People she's like, so talented and insightful. Uh, no, you can't imagine what you might learn from this. That's Go why ahead. they're listening yes. to the podcast. Uh-huh, I know. Uh-huh. Um, it's not because of me. Anytime they have you like a recipe as you like brown meat and then right. just like discard all that and not use it, I'm like, 
Why? You mean the fond? The, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. No, I'm not going to brown all this chicken and yeah. then just like get yeah. rid of it. I'm like, I'm going to put my vegetables in there. You right. know, I'm going right. to, you know, whatever. I'm sure there's, of course, if you're cooking something like super fatty and you need to get rid of some of the fat or well, whatever. But if I do that, I usually take maybe like a paper towel and soak it up or a spoon and soak it up or pour just part of it off or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's that. And then also something that I do, if you get if you get a little overexcited um, <laughs> when you're cooking or sewing, I have this little cute bowl. It looks it's I mean it's not even a bowl it like fits in the palm of my hand okay and it is my garlic bowl it also has like a little hole that you could you could like hang it up on something it's super uh-huh. cute it's pink and uh, do I have I, I ever seen this Yeah it's in my kitchen when oh. I am cooking something a lot of the time you know they want you to put in the onions and maybe like you know if you're doing like mirepoix or something right. you put all that in and then you're supposed to put the garlic in and of course not cook it for as long because right you, you don't want to burn the garlic, garlic right? blah 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 yep but what I will am and want to do is I'm chopping up all those vegetables I'm just gonna put them in the pan and then I haven't chopped my garlic yet right. and I'm like oh no not gonna go do that but I can't like you know saute around my vegetables so what I make myself do is I have my cute little garlic bowl and I mince up my garlic first and put it in that bowl and I make that enjoyable so that it's ready because right. I want to skip ahead inappropriately sometimes yes okay so I'm trying to think I oh you know I've skipped ahead inappropriately before making a garment and I just can't think of it right now right. I just well here's my problem. you're gonna do it though too here's you, my problem you know actually helping her in this situation mm-hmm I haven't used a pattern in so long. I don't even know how they do it anymore, I don't think. You know, I may, um, I'm just thinking, like, when's the last time, like, I read a pattern? Do you know what I mean? And followed the instructions. It's well, been a while. that actually sort of segues us into Dana's next question. Does it? A little bit. It really does. So we'll we'll come back to that. But, yeah, I do, I just fair warning, you're going to get smart. And you're going well, to. Well, I think the well, other thing with expedient sewing, though, yeah. like this or whatever, is have your threads ready. Have your tools and your notions ready. Okay. Oh, hold right? on. Don't stop and have to look. Yeah. No, that's a great, great Because that's a good segue, too. But also, yeah. yes, it is. It's very good. Also, backtracking a little bit, you're going to think you know that you can do something out of order and you're just going to be 105% sure it's okay. Right. And. There is going to be a time when you'll be wrong. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna well, happen. That's why I suggest it's, it's, not going out of order still, on everything. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just right. saying, be prepared. Like in all sewing, well, that's why you have a seam ripper. Mistakes yes. will be made. Just don't cut. You yeah. will have to kind of like go back and fudge something because mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, I finished that and something was supposed to be right. inserted in there. Whoopsie daisies. Okay, it's going to happen. It's a good learning experience. It's just I'm just giving people fair warning that it might happen. Okay, okay? so it, it may happen that that you try to outsmart the pattern and then you learn a lesson, but that's really good because the next time you'll be like, oh well, I think I can make this more efficient this way, but I'm not going to mess with that other thing because I have this really good learning experience. Well, the behind other me. thing too <laughs> is you may also come up with an innovative idea. Yeah, that's true. Because you constructed something first that you shouldn't have. I've definitely come across something where, like, oh, man, I sewed some seam. Something was supposed to get inserted in there to look more finished. And it was, you know, that 
that's my a pitfall you know, I seem to remember. Another thing I do, Dana, is I build it in my mind. Yeah. Um, what did I just make? It was something for the boat. I oh, it, actually, it was a paddleboard holder, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, so how do I want to make the drawstring top on it? Because there's a couple of different ways to make that. Isn't that the question? Depending yeah. on how many seams you put in the drawstring, or if you just bag, or you just fold it over, you're seaming up one side and the bottom, or whatever. And I also knew what kind. I had a, um, I had a cord that had one of those, you know, locking mechanisms on it that I was going to use, and and I made it in my mind, like before I even came to the the cutting table. Yeah. I made it in my mind. Like, oh, would I do that next or would I do this next? So, you know, I think you can make it in your mind. And while you're making it in your mind, if you think you need to take notes, you can put them on your phone or something like that if that's what you need to do. But I make a lot of stuff like right before I go to sleep at night, I'm laying mm. there going, hmm, I could do this way. <gasps> I bet I could do it this way or this way. And then it would have a carrying handle, too, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway... I make a lot of things in my mind first. Well, yes, yes. So, uh, but I just did want to warn people, you'll make mistakes. It's okay. It's it's okay. (laughs) All right, let's take a little break and we can come back and we can answer your other question, Dana. It's really Dana's question. Okay. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Dana, question number two. Now I'm hungry because we talked about food. 
Yeah, I'm hungry too. I I didn't feel very well last night. I got like right before bed, I just started feeling really bad. And I realized it's because like all I ate yesterday was birthday cake right, and, and leftover eat, Indian yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that so wasn't So is there any the birthday best. cake left? You know, there is. Let's, that's what we're over. doing after podcast, huh? Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe. Okay. My favorite cake, everybody, is Lori's Midnight Oil Cake from the book Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And I make it and I make a cream cheese frosting without as much sugar as they tell you to put in cream cheese frosting because, like, I just... It's too sugary It's for too you. sugary, yeah. yeah. And that is what I make myself for my birthday. And I'm going to make it again later for another party. Okay. Dana says, I'd also love some tips. Maybe these can be group sourced. Well, we're your group now. Um, this, <laughs> is had, this is it. group sorry. of two. I didn't, like, make another post. I should. I totally should have. Yeah, we should have. Well, you well, still can. Yeah, right. still can. Right. Okay. still do. In fact, yeah, add a whole bunch of stuff, and then that's our next podcast. There we go. And then we can podcast. just read your post. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I'd also love tips for remembering where you were when you left off and being able to clean things up super quickly and then get back to it next time when there is time. I find myself wasting so much time because I often have breaks of days or weeks before I get back to a project. And although I'm lucky to have a semi-dedicated sewing space, it's also a shared family space. Yeah, I mean, this is hard. I will say, like... ZD and I know how to sew really well, and we're really familiar with, like, a lot of the processes in sewing. And I can put away just about any project and get it back out, yeah. and I do know how to finish it sewing-wise, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I am glad to have the experience of being more of a, like, intermediate beginning knitter. You know, I'm not, like, transcendent over there in that space. And I definitely have some sweaters that I'm like, what? was I doing what do I do next (laughs) it's like oh crap (laughs) you know what what uh was I following some kind of pattern while I was changing yarn like what was I doing and I really wish I would have written it down and and (laughs) I will will, I will give you a break on that and you don't always know you're not coming back no yeah I totally thought it was coming back to it something falls apart you know um Whatever, you know, somebody breaks their leg and you're in the emergency room and you didn't know you weren't going to get back to that sweater for, you know, three weeks or three years or whatever. Yeah. So what Mallory is saying is if you put it away, especially if you know that you're not going to get back to it right away, make a note. What was I going to do next? Okay. Well, maybe that's foundational tip number one. Right. Okay. When you stop, yeah. When you stop sewing, assume. You're right. not going to get back to Especially it right away. Especially if you have to put it away. No. Act like, as if. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is a lot of times we have the space where we can leave it laying out. Mm. And we can walk away. So if I had to walk away and go to the emergency room, I might be able to come back and put it away later. Do you know what I mean? And then I would know I was putting it away for a while. But um, So you're going to put it away. So you also label it. You need to... Put it in a bag, a container. So I love the zippered bags that when you buy linens, like you buy a comforter, and it comes in that plastic zippered bag. I'm a fan of those. Yeah, I, I save those. Keep you those. Know. And um, especially, too, they have like a, usually have a um, pocket mm-hmm. where you can put a note in. And here's what Mallory and I do. We even put Mallory's and ZD's on it because... It could be labeled, and I could go, I didn't know I was making that because I wasn't. It was Mallory's. Yeah. But anyway, um, so label it. Label what it is, and I date it. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so labeling is so important. Yes. So number one, it's this is so this is what I this is so hard for me. But I wasn't finished. Well, better go ahead. Well, let's let's just start. Let's yes. let's start from the beginning and then continue on. Okay. Because this is what's hard for me. I never want to believe. That, that gonna I'm going to get interrupted. Right. Okay. I just want to say that's the hurdle. And you know what? I'll trick myself because like for a week I'll get to work on it. Right. And I'm like, well, I got to, I got back to work yeah. on it. I got back to work right. on it five times. Right. So assume you're not going to get back to work on it. And then ZB's got these materials, these bags. Right. And so, these label making so materials. So you can do a bag like that with the zipper. Or uh-huh. you can do maybe a big zip. You can buy the big two-gallon Ziplocs that a lot of fits That's in. something you can do at the beginning of the project too, that's right? That's right. Yes. Get that ready. Yes. Okay, and, so and, I just want to go. Yeah. And put, that, that's where, you know, maybe your thread or whatever notion. Sure, specific sure. note. Maybe you have a certain zipper or a closure of some sort you're going to use or a ribbon. Stick that in there so you don't lose it and you're not looking for it. So you picked out the zipper for right. later in the project. Right. But you're so, setting it aside now. Right. Yeah. And so not only a zippered bag, but it can be some sort of plastic, you know, bin mm-hmm. with with a lid. You want the lid, probably. You probably do want a lid. Um, we have things not in a lid, but yeah, I no. think you really should have a lid. Um, so those types of, cont- I mean, you can put it in a plastic bag if you want, but you do Whatever. need to label it. Yeah, and label. Need to rock- and you need to put it in something that doesn't look like it should be thrown away. Okay. Good point. Like a trash bag or something. Okay. And so another thing that I will do sometimes is like my dog beds, mm-hmm. right? I write down the process and I write down all the measurements because I don't have a pattern. Yeah. Okay. So, you- so I write down that, you know, this is, you know, 36 by 42 and it's, you know, four inches thick and that I go about it this way. So, um, and that goes in there. And I even have a notebook where I write that stuff down okay, that I can go to. So if you have a notebook, that's good. Also, you can use your phone yep. and you can take pictures, pictures are good. with your phone. And then you can write notes on the picture or with them or whatever. you can put it in the note yep. on, like, we have iPhones. You can put pictures right. in your note. Right. Okay. Uh, you can do that. So, so I guess what I'm saying is if you're having to get over this mental hurdle, you get out that container. You're like, oh, I, I want to make a dog bed. So what, First steps, get out a container. <laughs> first thing is get out a container, get out your fabric, get out your thread. Now, possibly the thread you don't want to yeah, keep in the container because you want to keep it, Possible. okay, mm-hmm. you know, out for you. Write down what it is. Yep. You know, write down it was, you know, metrocene. 203 is the color or whatever and and write down that it was orange or something so you know to look for an orange color yeah i think that i uh we wrote this down like in a planner it's it's one of the Mm -hmm. things you can get the free wardrobe planner when you are a straight stitch member and it's like okay i'm gonna make jeans and i know i need these things right so you can write it down or you can physically gather them because use a hammer when you make jeans. Right. Okay. Now, do you want your hammer to be like right. over in a bag so for the duration have, so of you, your So jeans? you can have another note that says things not in here. Right. Hammer, whatever. Hammer. I think we talked about this with making masks. We actually have a little cart, one of those little sets of plastic drawers. Yeah, we did an episode called yeah. How to Manage Ongoing Projects, right. which is a very similar right. question so to I this. Right. Ha- so you know, I have... Like, my wire in there, but I my wire cutters are still in my toolkit. Yeah. But, you know, I do have all the things that I measured to, you know, 
what I use to measure the wire now, and wire placement with. We did have a spare pair of hemostats that I think did get dedicated. And that's what happens when you right. have spare pairs if of hemostats. If you have extra things, <laughs> yes, you can. Do. And you can label, you know, you can put a label on those hemostats, you know, yeah. for mass or whatever, whatever, you know, yeah. somehow uh, tag or whatever. I, I love the idea of picking the notions. When, when ZD says notions, let's pretend you're going to make a button-up shirt. Right. If you have the buttons picked out, right. well, that's like the last step of the process, right? right? Or you, get you get to put those, you get to reserve right. those. So what? So so that your daughter doesn't use them right. in her project, so that you have together all 12 whatever buttons, right. you have all that stuff, it's you don't have to go hunting for it later or it doesn't get used or it doesn't get lost or, you know, cleaned out or whatever. Right. And you don't – and even this this removes the mental space. I mean, I'll find myself sometimes thinking about something that, you know, needs to get done or whatever, and it it's just popping back up in my head until it's done. So if you just don't have to worry about the buttons right. being set aside. And, and if it's all there, you're not, you know, you're not – I hate to waste time looking for things. It drives me out of my mind. It really bothers me, like, because I feel like that's what – and the other thing is, is you might not know what buttons. It might be a choice between two or three. Put them all in there. Yeah, yeah. You or know. you could write it down too, right? Right, right. Yeah. Well, but yeah. like you said, keep them safe from your daughter. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if there's something big or something you need to keep out, write down. So make um, uh, Dana says she has like a semi-dedicated area. Right. I saw that. Yeah. So we've talked about this in a shared space. We have this little basket that's like a quick put away mm-hmm. where <clears throat> if I need to come up here and do something, but ZD was in the middle of a project and she had to go to the emergency room with someone. I love our <laughs> I love our situation. It's like the emergency room. Well, um, or sometimes you have to pick up a kid who's sick at school. Like I do that yeah. a lot for everybody. Okay. And yeah. Like best laid plans. Right. You were up here, you got in the thick of it. Even both of us. I mean, sometimes bleep happens, you know, right. and you did not get to have your planned cleanup time. Right. Okay. And we'll even text each other and be like, is it okay if I leave this huge thing out right. here? You or know? I or, had to run. I had to run. Or just let the, people know. Right, yeah. I had to run. It is a mess. The table right. is a mess. And my, Mallory might say, well, I have to cut fabric later. And so yeah, I, I gotta, will come up and everything's like in a bin or in a yeah. basket or something so that was on the table. If you can inform your fellow, you know, dwellers in your right. abode. Hey, if you come to this table and you need to use it, let's pretend it's a desk that's used for like right. kids crafts as well as mom sewing, whatever. If you can tell them how to handle it, that's good. Right. Okay. Cause you know what? Sometimes people are like, I don't want anybody to touch my stuff. You do want someone to touch your stuff if they're about to like play with Play-Doh yeah, or glue. Or greasy pizza yeah. Or whatever you or want, you know, so help them a bit Maybe you want to have just like we said, a quick put away. Right. Okay, it's not going to get all organized. It's not going to get in the proper baggie, right. maybe that's labeled. But if they have a quick put away bin where they can gently and nicely put things in there, then you can come back to that and at least put it in the bag. Right. We have these awesome bins. I'm just in love with these. Where are these from? What are they? I love these, these things. Yeah. I have seen them at Target or, uh, and um, I bought them both places or, um, I bet you can like get them at on Walmart, Amazon both. or something. I think, you know? Yeah, no, they're yeah. on Amazon too. Okay, they they're are white. They're a white plastic bin or box, uh-huh. say, and they have perforated holes in them, so like they breathe. I don't know why I like that. 
What is it? I don't know. They're a really good size, too. They look clean. Well, and there's, there's several sizes. Okay, so and then they nest when you're not using right. them. They will because nest. all of a sudden, we will have none available. Right. And then I'll like empty them out. And you know what I use them for, too, is transferring shipments uh, right. from the studio. Like, I take they're it to the car. They're similar to a laundry basket, but they're more rigid and more um, squared off, I guess. And they, say. you know what? They don't have a lid. So no. they're kind of good for a quick put away right? because, you know, family members, other people. So you want to, you know, if you're sharing your space with other people right. and you want to not be frustrated, help them know what to do. And I think, you know, like sometimes not having the lid, I like when I say I was making costumes and I was making, you know, I was doing a, a, a you know, a duet with someone. So I had both costumes that were exactly alike, but I didn't better not interchange the pieces because they weren't going to fit right. Right, so I would have a bin for Tina and a bin for, Z- for Z- mm-hmm. Z, you know, mm-hmm. and you know I would make sure that when I cut something out, it went in my bin when I cut it out for myself, or even when I construct partially constructed it. Well, they would go in the correct bin. Let's talk a little bit too about like commitment level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were making costumes for you and Tina. Right. This wasn't like I'd love to make jeans one day. Okay, this right. was there's a deadline and one of them right. was for somebody else. This has to be done by October. <laughs> right. And so even right, if right. you had to go to the emergency room, right. it was getting done. Right. Okay, so there are sometimes and, and pieces weren't being lost or yeah. misplaced. Yeah. So but how long did we look for that pocket? One oh my time? God, yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah. I'm just saying, okay. There are some different commitment levels right, here. Right. So there might be some solutions that work okay, uh, topless bins for, right. well, this costume's getting done by Friday, right. no matter Absolutely. what. You know, or like, hey, Mal, uh, this costume's got to be done by Friday. I know you got to cut fabric, but you're doing it on Saturday. Right. You know, or whatever. I'm just saying, like, sometimes more urgent things you can kind of uh, treat a little differently. Right, than, so you might not have them in, like, No one know, cares a, when I get closed yeah. bin. And the re- the other the reason I like it closed up is nothing else falls in it, nothing else falls out of it. You know, it can be moved around and nothing gets lost. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the uh, knitting thing. I mean, people who knit will understand this. So, like, when you put away a knitting project, it's not just the project; it's the needles. Right. So then you're like, well, I'll just make a hat real quick. Too bad. Needles are in that project. Yep. You know. So um, and that's why then you go buy some more needles. Right. Um, so it's it's nice to know like where your stuff is. Knitting projects also kind of a segue or a relationship back to the first part of the podcast. Knitting instructions are written so much different than sewing instructions. You know, it'll be like each row for. Right. 60 rows is different. So right. you need to be like marking where you left off right. or writing that down in your note or or whatever. Or it's like leave some things up to you. It's like, well, change the color every three and a half to four inches. Right. Well, what well, did you decide? And I you have know? absolutely no problem taking a piece <clears throat> of painter's tape, low-tech tape, if there's something on, you know, and writing a note on it and slapping it on the fabric like where I stopped or yeah. what I th- or what I thought I might do. Yeah. You know, honestly all of my problems would have been solved if I just written myself a little note yep. and just been like, yeah. you know, you were doing this, you made the decision to decrease right. like this and there are just decisions where like when you're in the midst of, you know, knitting that thing or sewing that thing, you are just so sure of it. You know right. that thing so well. Well, you're concentrating on it. You're focused and on it. I do think, you know, I, I don't want to be like, if you're not a, you know, a, a parent or, or whatever, you know, but 
I definitely could remember stuff like this better before I had kids. Uh, it's just. Well, I think that's true. Or if you have anything, less, you, you, as you call, less dwellers to, and, to, yeah, that's to right. distract you. Or if you've come up against, I hate to call your kids challenges, but if you've come up against, okay, now you're battling a chronic illness or you're dealing with like depression or whatever, these are all things that kind of decrease your brain functioning for right. that project, okay? So whatever if it you're is. dealing with what's for dinner, it can decrease your brain <laughs> You know, I you know, mean, I when was... I think about how many times I've, how many meals I've actually cooked in my life. Are you amazed? It makes you me disgusted? never want to eat again. You di- <laughs> it, it, honestly, it's like, how how many times do you think I have cooked dinner? You know, oh my God. Well, you know. whatever it is, don't like, don't feel bad that you need like the notes. Okay. It's okay to need the notes. Assume you need the notes. I think notes save you time. Yeah, yeah. I think organization saves you time. I worked with a person who would come in almost every day and have to look for her scissors for 45 minutes. And then she'd have to look for her car <laughs> Were they keys on the flat she, table? They were on the flat table. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes her keys were in the dumpster, you know. I mean, and I used to think, I don't know how she stands it. Now, it didn't seem to bother her so much. She was, she's fine. She, she also didn't have children. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, Maybe she thought she had a little more time to. Like, she did have. She had yes. More she time. had more discretionary time <laughs> than I did. You know, but um, used to, I used to think, how does she stand this? Lots of things can happen in your life to change your priorities, right? right? right. You know, um, or or make you need something or whatever. Well, I think you so, can. Yeah, I think yeah. you can ask anybody that who started into something new, a new job, new job or a new school or, yeah. you know, a new person comes. What about people who are taking care of parents, mm-hmm. you know, or other adults? I mean, yeah, there's it's hard to know, get support stuff. And it's harder. You know, we talk about kids and that's like something I feel like, I mean, there's like a lot written out there about it, sort of maybe a little bit more support. And then you get into like Maybe some situations that aren't as represented as often, like you said, caring for parents or caring right. for a family member. So, or caring for someone with a chronic all, illness or all whatever. All of that, right. you know, d- don't feel bad about – make things easier on yourself. Right. You know, just think, oh, this is how I'm taking care of myself. I'm, I'm documenting well, this. Well, and I'm going to take care of myself in the way I sew so that I can continue to enjoy yeah. sewing because this is a thing I do for me. Have a good time next time I'm you taking get to care of myself. sit down and sew, Right. right? Okay, well, Dana, hope you're glad we finally answered your questions for real instead of just, I hope you weren't disappointed Dana's last like, week. Dana's <laughs> like, I'm never asking a question what, again. Who was that one person we answered her question? We're like, oh, man, she's going to hate us now. I don't know. We, oh, yeah, yeah, she loved us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did she? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I was. you could just I, choose to remember did. things. She was like, like, oh, I love my grandma. <laughs> I always choose to remember. Well, I actually, I was at a, my, a dinner with my husband's company right the company he works for uh last week and actually they were asking me about podcast um they're considering doing one blah, blah, blah. and and uh actually they liked effed up friday a whole lot but they said <laughs> they probably wouldn't incorporate that into theirs but um anyway uh they they ask if we got feedback, and I said, "Oh yeah, absolutely, positive and negative." And they go, "Negative? How could somebody be negative about sewing?" And I said, "Well, for instance, one time the comment was bad wig, mom." So, 
And for, for those of you who have who've not heard this referred to as before, I did not have on a wig. It was my hair. So anyway, um, I just told him. And you, if it was a wig, that's rude. It's rude well, either well, way. Right. You know? uh, well, well, okay. It's a sewing podcast. Don't talk about my hair. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I thought True. it was funny, actually. I still think it's funny. Um, it is funny. It, it is really funny because what does that have to do, you know, with anything? But they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to be able to take the bumps and the bruises. And I said, in fact, I usually encourage people to criticize Mallory. So anybody <laughs> that wants to write in about how Mallory has screwed up a podcast or something, go right ahead. Well, uh, Carolina Moore, she's somebody um, who, you know, has worked with Baby Lock. So she's a quilter. Um that's how we got to know her. And I, I wrote something on Facebook about, like, someone saying some crap on our YouTube channel. And she's like, well, that just will get your YouTube channel more views. That's Because right. it just needs more comments. That's and I was right. like, man, I guess I got to get over myself and just be- – <laughs> and, then, and then another person was like, I just don't let people comment on my videos. I was like, that's another option. Like, you know – so just bring on the criticism, and we like we like the compliments too. Yes, but you know, I read one the other day. This was really nice, and I don't even know, you know, it, it was actually on the Facebook page, and it was about the podcast, and 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 the group, and it said, "You have helped me through some things." Uh, you know, you've been a bright, like a you know, a bright, you know point in my day when I needed it sometimes and I thought oh my gosh if I only did that for one person then I guess it's been worth it well right? and you know it I was think really it, I mean it really for some reason really kind of choked me it's up it's totally worth it especially because like I know that I've got those things too like and I know right. what they mean to me like right. I like that uh right. um well it's not called I just a, well you know I, I've got some stuff like that too and I know how much it means to me and I'm like oh well I'm glad Glad. Well, and glad it's, but it's nice that. to know that we do do that, and it's not just everybody unappreciated. No, sometimes <laughs> sometimes we torture people with our podcast. They, yes. You know, they had to listen to it, and they they had to listen to the whole thing, and then they had to take the time to to email me right. and tell me what a piece well, how, of crap my entire crap life is. Uh, yeah, they really they I'm, had I'm to do that. You, now those people <laughs> might have some discretionary time. <laughs> That's all right, back. Like, get a job. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. I no. Eat. I just write Mallory, back. I want to eat cake. I just write back. I'm like, Mallory, I want to eat thanks, cake. Pamela or whatever. Spamala. Uh, there was, I think, someone named. You now, if you're Pamela and you love us, I love you. But there, I think there was a Pamela, and, and you know, they didn't respond back to that. They weren't like, "You're welcome" or anything. <laughs> Okay. Or thank you for. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram or at sohere.com, and we are working. <laughs> the Mighty Network is live. It's a little <laughs> jankety looking right now, but Wanda joined. Wanda's in there. Oh yeah. Uh, and she said she's excited about it. I'm going to give more information and like a explain a way the to... Mighty Network a little well, bit. Well, sure. It's another app we're going to use to. I I think we're going to use it. We're going to give it a try to uh-huh. host our community. It's ad free. Um, the reason it's ad free is because you listeners buy stuff from us and you support us. We have to pay for it. We have to pay for it. So there are no ads. It's not on Facebook. And, uh, I, it's sort of, it's, it's, 
It's in an effort to keep the crap out. Keep, yeah. It, uh, you just listen to our crap. Not, just listen to our crap. crap. Exactly. Yeah. So there, and I've gotten a lot of feedback actually since last week. People have emailed yeah. in and said, yes, I, I or I miss your group because I got off Facebook. Actually, actually, you know, I saw one comment that said, would you follow us to a site? And someone wrote, no way. And I thought, then why well, are you here? I, well, <laughs> you know, I was also really vague in that question because yeah. people said. They, they might not understand They also said, too. well, I'm sure I'd have to pay for it. Right. You know? There and were people like, well, that, and there were it. people that asked that, I and was we not, responded to them. I was right. not uh, at all detailed in that right. question. So anyway, right. um, we, we'll, we'll get there. But if you do, if you want to, go on your phone, you download the Mighty Networks app, and then you search for So Here, and you'll find us. And it, like I said, it's not super fleshed out. There's lots of cool things we can do, like with topics and stuff. But you can join and uh, start start talking to people. Start talking to Wanda. Yeah. Um, she's on there. So, uh, yeah, we're we're going to give this a shot and see how it goes because I think it might be really nice for a lot of reasons. All right, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.